Hello and welcome to episode four of the Mental Health Awareness Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jen. And I'm Jason. And welcome to the fourth episode, a place where we dispel the myths, misconceptions, and misunderstandings of mental health so that you can walk away feeling empowered, informed, and encouraged. If you find this podcast helpful, we would ask that you subscribe and share it with your friends. Today's topic is part two of ways to treat depression. So... This part is strictly about medications, and I want to give a little disclaimer here. This is my medical professional opinion, and know that I'm not your psychologist, I'm not your doctor, I'm not your PA, so I'm not here to diagnose or treat you. I'm simply here to educate. Got it. Okay, so, um, okay, let's just dive right in. Um, So, Jen, um, when should someone start medication? So, in my opinion, a person should be open to starting medication if whatever they're feeling in terms of the depression is starting to impact their functionality. So it's okay for you to feel ups, downs, whatever, but if you're at a point where you're no longer getting up, you're missing work, Mm -hmm. you're isolating from friends, you're no longer hanging out or doing the things that you used to do, Mm -hmm. maybe we need to start thinking about medication options. So if I'm also hearing you correctly, it's like you can you can still function um, with mental health um, conditions, mm-hmm. but as long as you're still fulfilling your needs to your family, yourself, um, to your workplace, to society, um, if you're still able to do those things, then you're, you're still okay? Again, this is my opinion, mm. but yes, mm-hmm. a person could very well be depressed and have you know, either diagnosed or undiagnosed depression. Mm -hmm. But if they're able to get up and get out of bed and go to work and be there for their kids, then they may Mm -hmm. not need medication. It may not be the best option for them. Like do the other things Mm -hmm. that we talked about in the previous Mm episodes. See if those help. Start changing up your diet. Mm -hmm. Get more exercise. See if those help Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. But if you're if those things aren't working and you start to begin to lose your functionality, mm-hmm. like being a functional member of society or functional to mm-hmm. your family, mm-hmm. or then definitely medication should be a consideration. Got it. Okay. So so that's for starting medication. So what, what kinds of medications are out there for depression? So this is a really big, big topic here. I'm going to give a brief on what types of medications there are. Again, know that I'm not pushing or advocating for any of them because I've seen people do super well on them. I've seen people do horrible on some of them. So, um, but let's start with my go-to. I mean, I use, so there's a family medications called SSRIs. Those work on the serotonin in the brain. Those are going to be your medications like Lexapro, Prozac, Zoloft, Celexa, Paxil. Those are, I would say, your bread and butter for a basic person who comes in diagnosed with depression. Mm-hmm. Then we move to a family like called SNRIs. Those work more on the norepinephrine in the brain. Hmm. Those are going to be like Effexor and Cymbalta, Fetzema. Those, um, yeah. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. there's another category of medications that work more on the dopamine in the brain. Uh, that's Wellbutrin. Mm-hmm. And then there's some other, a few others that I don't use as often. There's the older medications called TCAs, tricyclic antidepressants. Those are like Remeron, mm-hmm. 
And then there's another category of some newer meds called serotonin modulators. So those kind of wow. adjust serotonin levels up or down. Those are going to be like trazodone, trintelix, and vibrid. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like there's a, a whole uh, toolkit um, ready at your disposal, <laughs> depending on uh, what, what you're able to gather from your patients. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, how, how long would it take for a med to work? Is it the same for all of them or it varies from whichever one you're talking from the, the ones that you named off? So it varies from medication to medication, but I generally tell everyone the same thing. I say give the medication about four to six weeks to kick in. Hmm. That doesn't mean you won't see, you know, some positives or some results at a couple weeks, but you need to give the medication a chance to work. We're changing the chemicals in your brain. Mm. I mean, serotonin, norepinephrine, dopamine, like we're actually changing and adjusting those. And those take time. Mm. They don't happen overnight. So give the medication a chance. What, what if, so what if a, a patient um, does those things, hits the four pillars that we spoke about in episode one, and then also takes a medication for four to six weeks, and then they feel like they failed the medication? What then if there's no changes? So know that they don't fail a medication. A medication fails you. That simply mm. means that mm -hmm. it's not a medication for you for whatever reason. If you've got significant side effects from the medication, then that means it's time to try something else. Mm. So if it sounds like there could be several reasons to why it doesn't work. Um, for for me as a, an educator, not not informed in the medical field, it could be something like um, uh, thinking about fitness. One pre-workout might work for me, but for a friend, a different one might work. Sure. Mm. And I mean, the chemicals, we're talking chemicals in our brain. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. Okay. So the way you respond to Prozac mm. is going to be totally different than the way the next person responds. So it's really frustrating for me mm. as a provider when somebody tells me, oh, my friend said this was a horrible medication. Mm. Maybe it was for them, yeah. but for you, it may not be. So we need to be open mm. to the idea of, of taking a medication. Uh, yeah, and to connect it to like, let's say it, it's one person's Yelp review and experience on some restaurant or the food that they got, but mm -hmm. you might have a totally different experience. Yes. Wow. Okay. So it's like have an open mind. It might work for one person, but it or not work but for you it could be totally different exactly not only have an open mind but give the medication a chance mm, okay and then i think it goes back to what you said in episode one which is um we're only going to find out if it works for you um if by by talking about it yeah right and by if you need i mean giving it a try mm, mm -hmm. got and it that's what makes this field i would say really tough for a lot of people is that psych meds take so long to kick in so it takes a while to find the right medications for you mm. but if you're at a place where you need medication and we need to give them a try mm. okay and so what is the next step let's say someone like we talked about did the four pillars um trusts the process um goes through uh, uh picks a med and and it doesn't work then what's next so then we would try another med mm -hmm. and possibly another med after mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But I would recommend, I mean, really being in tune with what you're experiencing, mm. being, you know, journaling, write down okay. while I take this med, this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, I think in another aspect to that, not just journaling, would you say um, the overall mood that a person's feeling, but also even going as far as journaling, 
their tracking their sleep habits, their nutritional habits, and their uh, how their you know uh, what is it intake of water even yeah and exercise like going back to our four pillars that we always discuss about Mm. for sure all Mm. those things can be helpful Mm -hmm. i mean i'm not trying to be overwhelming here and Mm. tell you you need to do a million things okay but if you're at a place where you're trying medications you and your provider you're trying different meds Mm -hmm. be aware of the differences that's Mm. the key thing here is what we're looking for now that i've started this new med what are the differences I've been feeling? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are they better? Am I worse? Are mm-hmm. they the same? Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say that. Your provi- you know, good provider should respond to that. Mm-hmm. Now, we know too, um, here's a question. Have you experienced um, an apprehension with taking meds? Wanting, you know, even stepping, you know, we talked about in our previous episodes about an apprehension or uh, maybe feelings of shame about one, even going to therapy. But now, is it the same uh, the, the same response or more extreme response, you know, an aversion to taking meds? I would say 100%. Mm. It's, I mean, people, not just people, we as a society, I mm. mean, like we talked about in the first episode, being taboo and being feeling mm. shame about having these feelings it's everywhere and so actually coming out and seeking help and then taking medication on top of that is is a big thing for people Mm. so there's a huge apprehension there for people to actually one even come through the doors and then to actually decide to go on this journey with their provider to take medication Mm. it's a there's big apprehension there got it so what can we do then um to, to help break that and to help change that uh, in our culture. Well, I think that's why we're here. I mean, to educate, to bring awareness about what's going on and to know to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, what comes to mind is, uh, you know, we've had several private conversations about um, some, I guess we could call them success stories mm-hmm. um, with patients that you've had. Uh, would you mind, you know, of course, keeping out names and things like that, but mm-hmm. maybe one patient that comes to mind that you think of who, came to you um, uh, with uh, the issues that they had and then what were the results from of it? Sure. I mean, I've had plenty of people come in and we find, we're able to find the medication that works for them and it's turned their life around completely. They're able to return to work and to return to the lifestyle they used to enjoy. They're able to go out and go to concerts again or be around their friends and enjoy it mm-hmm. versus prior to taking medication, they weren't able to do any of those things. They stopped going to work. They stopped, you know, going to concerts for whatever reason. They stopped hanging out with their friends for fear or, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. So it, it really sounds like, um, like you said before, they were in a position in, in their lives where before, prior to taking the medication, it was really, uh, uh, whatever was happening chemically in their brain was really stopping them mm-hmm. from uh, functioning and enjoying yeah. life. Mm-hmm. And after they walked through that process with you, and, and how long would was it? It's six weeks, half yeah. a year. Um, it, and it varies. this is where it varies. From, again, it varies from person to person. Mm. You can see if you're lucky enough to find the right medication the first time through, mm-hmm. you can see amazing results at, after a month mm. or six weeks. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you need to try another med and mm. sometimes another med after that. Mm-hmm. So... It's very difficult to say in those cases. I'm sure, though, with those success stories and the images of the faces and your patients that come to mind, um, 
it, I'm sure it's like life changing for them, literally, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, awesome. Yeah. Um, and so I guess that's uh, that's it for episode four. Did you want to add anything before we closed? I think that's it. Awesome. So yeah, thanks again for tuning in. Um, this is the Mental Health Awareness Podcast, and I'm your co-host Jason and Jen. And if you found the info here helpful to you, again, please share it with your friends and family and subscribe here at the link in the show notes below. Stay tuned again for the next episode and some resources that will follow. And again, if you have any questions or concerns or topics of discussion that you're interested in, leave us a message. Our goal here again is to create an open forum about mental health and to increase your awareness. Email us at mentalhealthawarenessjj at gmail.com. Thanks.